Welcome to Teenage Talk, a podcast that gives insight into getting through life as a teenager. We all know that teenage life can be complicated, so let's talk about it. Here are your hosts, Justin Flannery and Gabriel Wells. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Teenage Talk. I'm your host, Justin Flannery. And you already know we're here with my co-host, Gabriel Wells. Gabe, how are we feeling today? I'm, feel, I'm better than ever. Dude, episode three, we're, this, is, this is so real now. I'm great. I am great, Justin. How are you? Dude, I am fantastic. Also very excited about today's episode. We got a banger. Today's topic, as you probably read from the title, we're talking pressure from peers, parents, and society. It's a deep one today, but I, I am stoked to be able to talk about this kid. Yeah, I mean, especially after the last episode with the uh, with the online schooling stuff, um, I think that got kind of deeper than at least I expected it to. Um, so, you know, being able to talk about these uh, these kind of more, I don't, I don't know if it's sensitive, but more uh, more feelings-y, if that makes sense, type of topics. And uh, I don't know, I kind of like it. I mean, you're probably the same opinion, right? Yeah, man. And also, as he mentioned, episode two, was also a banger. So if you have not listened to that episode already, go ahead and check that one out after you're done listening to this episode. Justin, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, when we were uploading that to uh, the podcast hosting software, wasn't there a fire that was uh, we had to call in? We had to call in some support for that. Yeah, man, it, it was just too hot. <laughs> yeah, we had to, we had to call in tech support because you know uh, it was just it, <laughs> it was too support. hot. They, they they almost didn't let us do it too. It was uh it was all of our computers were overheating over here. But anyways, yeah, they're really trying to hold us out hold us back out here but nothing's gonna stop us from getting you guys this content so we are here today this is this is the like longest intro ever so i'm just i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna jump right into this here justin i think when when we were talking something pretty interesting that came up is uh when we were talking about like what are we gonna go over in this episode um we we really struggled and i i wasn't gonna bring this up but we really struggled because there's so many different directions to go here because Obviously, when it comes to like pressures from your peers, from parents and society, you know, I think from your family, pressure from your parents, for you know, your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, whatever they probably expect for you in your life, maybe it doesn't align with what you see yourself doing. And I think that that's something emotional that a lot of people that a lot of people go through and probably aren't that open about, you know, discussing. So yeah. going to be pretty interesting to see, you know, kind of both of our takes on it. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, Justin. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. I think we talked about this at the end of the last episode. There's a lot of perspectives and different experiences that can come from this, from this subject. So it'll definitely be interesting to see what we come up with and also what other people respond to this episode with. And, you know, I'm, I'm super excited as well. Awesome. Well, first question to lead it off here for you, Justin, I just, it just came to my head right now. When it comes to obviously we have social media, no generations before have had, you know, the technological resources that we have today. Uh -huh. So when it comes to social media and kind of deciding what you want for your life at a young age, um, do you think that that actually kind of broadens our horizons a little bit from, you know, maybe what our parents expect from us? Absolutely, Gabe. I, social media and our influence and its influence on what we see for our future is probably, it's probably one of if not the biggest factor in what we what we're kind of expecting for our future and one of one of the biggest things that i think nowadays is the the presence of social media influencers 
and how they influence and, and their impressions on their audience, I think plays a huge role in, you know, how people see themselves for the future. I agree with that. I do. I, uh, I agree with that completely. Stepping away from the influencer thing a little bit though. I, I think that something that's pretty interesting is, uh, especially me, I follow a lot of like entrepreneurial money-making pages. You guys know I'm very into business. If you listen to the past few episodes, um, what's really interesting to me is there's so much, um, I don't know, probably referring to it as I guess flex culture going on in social media right now where you have these people portraying that they are, I don't know, you know, just carrying just hundred dollar bills falling out of their pants. (laughs) And I don't know. I think in a way that might be ruining, um, that might be causing an issue on society, Justin, don't you think? Yeah. I I think also it, it influences, I, I know social media for me personally, it can influence how the expectations that you put on yourself and what you expect out of yourself for the future and seeing those types of images. I mean, that could be with anything. It could be money with college, all that good stuff. I think seeing other people and how like the reaction to that type of image, you might hold yourself to a higher pressure to achieve that when realistically, like that might not be what you inside, like what inside is telling you, you want to do. 100% 100% that's the, that's the truth. The reason that I said that and where I was going with that is um, when, I, when I was 15 years old, I got into my first money-making venture, right? And just to let you guys know, this was a little bit, uh, was I 15 or 14? Justin, you, you knew me at the time. When did I start reselling Supreme? Uh, I'd say that was around 14? 15. Yeah, I think 14, that was 15 for you. Yeah, well, um, I got exposed to it to like some friends from school and then they got into it. They were talking about all the money they were making. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna try this. So- I went after it. I tried it. And then of course I'm following, like, you know, I got really into business and I'm following all these money-making pages online. And they all were like, it was interesting because the value that they were providing came in the form of motivation through like pictures of Lamborghinis, ridiculous apartments, you know, them doing their work from their laptop two hours a day while sitting on the beach with, you know, um, just, I don't like, I don't even know, but it was, it was to the point to where I thought that that was normal. And the fact that I wasn't at that point yet, what meant that I was kind of a failure. And now in reality, granted, the number of people who can actually do that, not just with the reselling Supreme business model, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, but with any business model whatsoever or anything in life, the amount of people that can actually, you know, get to that level um, is, is probably very, very small, but I, it influenced my life so much in my perspective in the sense that I was like, dude, I didn't wake up a millionaire. What the hell is wrong with me? Like, and I think that that's, that's not, a, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. And my dad, you know, cause we're talking about um, the pressure and the society and all that stuff. I put that pressure on myself. I was always thinking about money. Money was always on my mind. That's not a good thing. I, I don't, I don't think that's a good thing or anything like that. Shout out to my dad though. I know he's going to be listening to this. He's the one that actually told me like, you know, Hey, these are the important things in life. And uh, he was definitely right. My perspective completely changed, but yeah, I, I really do think the picture, the picture that people that people portray on social media can definitely change your your view on what you want and it can also add pressure that you know you put on yourself yeah and that story specifically you know we've talked about this before i've known i've known gabe for quite quite some time now this this phase I, i'm gonna call it a phase i don't know Definitely. what other word to call it but in this period of time, I think you were also kind of learning, finding your identity during this time as well. So 
like around that 15, 16 year old type age, that's, that's the age where a lot of people are really figuring out who they are. And I think the lessons that you learned, like through that process, like after you realize like what's really important, actually kind of shaped, you know, why you've been successful today. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for calling me successful. I do appreciate that. And second of all, I dude, that's a hundred percent true. And ultimately, you know, I think that every, every teenager goes through that. And I think that's something that's really cool about our age is that, you know, when you go into, you know, your teenage years, when you're like 11, 12, um, when you come out of it, like, or even in the middle of it, like right now, 17, dude, I am not the same person I was when I was like 12. I view things completely differently. I see the world completely differently. And dude, just my opinions have changed. But to Justin's point here, when he said that I was kind of going through a, uh, what, what's the word you used? Phase. A phase. Yes. Um, this phase in my life, I'm very, I'm very open about all of this stuff. I, especially in this, cause we, you know, at the beginning of this episode, I talked about how this is kind of more of a, uh, an episode that talks about feelings, not just our personal opinions, but you know, other people's feelings as well. During this phase in my life, I, I got very far away from what I actually, what actually is important to me now. And you know, during, cause you got to remember during this time we talked about like, you know, my personal training business and how I lost 85 pounds in a year and everything like that. Well, I, it all kind of came at once for me because I got my braces off in like December. I really started getting into fitness, like at the end of December. And then I, cause like, you know, like we mentioned, it was a long process, but I mean, ultimately I, I kind of, I really did. I would say completely transform myself, not just the way I look, but like my mind as well. Um, not in the best way. And that's my point. And I, I really, I, yeah, just the transformation, not, not for the best in the short term. I think in the long term, definitely for the best, because that, you know, added, uh, added more things in my life and more lessons that I learned. But dude, I, oh my God, just looking back on that right now, I was, I was kind of an idiot to some extent. <laughs> no, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. And kinda... well, I'm, well, I'm harder on myself. I'm, of course I'm harder on myself. And I think that's something too, with this episode is like what I mentioned before, you're always going to be harder on yourself than other people around you. And I think that's easier to accept than when, you know, maybe your other, your family is harder on you than yourself. But when it comes to pressure that you feel from society specifically relating to the title, most likely, I think that that's something that you put on yourself because you see all these other people around you and you're like, why am I not at that level? But you're just not there yet. The keyword is yet. Yeah. And I think, I think it's an interesting way to think about it. When you think about pressure from society, it's kind of weird, like thinking about, you know, how does society, like a non- like not a person, but society in general, how is that pressure? And a lot of that is pressure on like your internal and changing the way you think it. Th- there's a lot of factors that go into it. And I think social media, as we were just talking about, is one of those large factors. Now, a question I have for you, Gabe, because I'm kind of curious about this um, a little bit, tying it back to the social media part, specifically talking about peers do you think that social media and seeing being able to always see what your peers are up to also adds to that pressure? I I actually, I I don't think I'm going to give you the answer that you think I'm going to give you here. I think that when it comes to social media specifically um, with kids, our age, I think kids need to realize that like, ultimately your whole life should not be out on the internet. Now, granted, keep in mind, that's completely your choice, but I see it more and more There's so much drama that is just like out there in the world, unnecessary drama. It's the high school BS. You know what I'm talking about? The stuff that just doesn't, the stuff that it's not going to matter in five years. And it's not even probably going to matter in a week. But the problem is that when you, when you go out and you put it publicly, there's so many different things that are put out there publicly with social media. And it seems 
it seems for some people, they they make the choice themselves, but they completely eliminate privacy from their life. And I don't know. I think that's crazy. I think that's absolutely crazy. I'm sure you would agree. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a very valid, valid point. Yeah. Um, totally spacing out. What was your question? <laughs> what was your so, question? So I, I was asking in terms of social media and pressure. Yeah. How, how does that, do you think that the ability of kids our age to see or almost continuously see what our peers are doing and what they're up to and yeah. all that good stuff? How, how does that attest to the pressure that we experience? Oh, geez. I think that I, I think that it relates to the pressure in terms of jealousy, right? Because I think that when you can, when you can see what everybody else is doing all the time, and you're always, you're always going to compare stuff to yourself. I believe that's subconscious. No matter how much anybody tells you not to do it, you're just going to do it, right? And I think that you're going to be, you're going to get jealous of it. And then you're going to kind of, kind of crave, kind of crave that if the jealousy gets strong enough, right? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong there. And then that's just going to, that's going to cause you to look down on yourself maybe. And, um, because maybe you're not at the, lo- the same level as some of the people that you follow on social media. And you think that, that that's what happened to me. That's what literally what I just said. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I, I think you're going down a good point. I think one of, one of the things that I've been told by a lot of people and that I've heard on podcasts that I listen to is the grass is always greener. Yes. I don't know if you've heard that phrase. I oh, think yeah. that's where you're kind of going to is that sort of jealousy is the word you're using where you don't have enough of an, a personal identity or an idea about yourself that you see other people and you're like, wow, that, that would be nice. Like their life would be like the way, and you don't realize, or you aren't as thankful for what you have in your life. So I think you were kind of going down that route where, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Totally. Totally. I think that, because here's the interesting thing with social media too, that people, I, and I'm a victim of this too. I totally fall victim to this as well is we, we kind of forget that with social media, it's not so much real in the sense of like, because here's the thing with social media, you are able to tell your story, how you want it to be told. And while, while some may argue that's a good thing and others may argue that's a bad thing. The reality is you control it completely. I can post a picture of every good moment in my life on Instagram and net and leave out everything else that happened, all the bad, all the sadness, everything. And to somebody that doesn't know me and didn't know about anything that may have gone. And this is, I'm not, I'm just saying, you know, for me as an example, but I'm talking, this literally goes for anybody. Okay. If they just scroll through your Instagram feed, probably going to think your life is perfect. But in reality, is that, is that, is that true? You know, cause you control the story. And I think that's, that's a huge problem. And that's something we forget. Yeah. You, you kind of, you're kind of going this way too. I think part of that deals with the pressure from society. I think kids our age now, a lot of it, I feel like sometimes we're expected to be perfect. And you were talking about it there with the social media image is a a lot of, I mean, this goes, this can tie into the parent stuff too. A lot of kids our age are expected to be perfect. And to a lot of them that can cause a lot of stress, anxiety, all, all of, you know, that stuff that can be, be very bad. But I think an important thing to talk about and realize for a lot of people is a a lot of times, you know, perfection isn't needed. Totally. I, yeah, perfection is definitely not needed. I, I don't remember. Um, 
I don't remember where I heard this. Maybe I read it somewhere, but it was talking about the most successful people in the world. They're always an eight out of 10. They're never a 10 out of 10. So yeah, definitely perfection is not needed for sure. But I definitely could see how it's expected for, um, for a lot of, for a lot of kids. And you know, when you're younger, kind of like us, it, it's tough. It's tough. You don't always know. It's, it's hard to express yourself. Um, it's hard to understand the feelings that you're feeling. And I think that, you know, it, it's tough to realize that maybe your parents just want you to be perfect because they want the best outcome for you in the end. And, you know, maybe, maybe in the short term causes some arguments, some disagreements, some sadness on your part, but I don't know. I don't know. I just think that that comes something with growing up. You're able to under, understand yourself and kind of what other people around, around you want for you. And maybe, and, and maybe, maybe that pressure is completely put on you by yourself from your perception. Maybe your parents, for example, with me, right. A little backstory for those of you who don't know, I was terrible in high school chemistry, right? Sophomore year, literally to sit, I, I mean, I passed, but like, I got just barely, I got like a 70% both semester, both semesters, literally terrible. And I remember I worked really, really hard for that C because I, you know, I was, I was failing for like most of the year. I worked really, really hard for that C and never had a C in my life in any other class. I bring home my report card and I was like super hyped because I was telling my mom and dad, I was like, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. End up not failing. I bring on my report card and my dad is like, well, you're not going to get a C again. Now, in my mind, that's really frustrating because I worked very hard for that C. However, looking back on that, he just, he just wants the best for me, you know, but that, but in my mind, I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to draw that. I mean, I knew that, but I wasn't able to draw the connection and realize like, okay, this is, this isn't so much pressure. And then therefore I put pressure on myself to where I was really stressing out. Like, okay, I can never even get close to a C again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's all about perception. Yeah, I think it's also important to talk about too. It also, I mean, this is a little bit of a touchy subject, and we know that. But talking about pressures from parents, a lot of it, it depends on your perspective, yes. But the relationship dynamic between you and your parents, it's going to be different for everybody. And so, I, I want. I'm not going to. I'm going to call it a disclaimer. But when we're when we're talking about this, I think. We're, we're not trying to generalize at all. We're just talking from our personal experiences and yeah, course, from yeah. what, what we've heard from, you know, other people that we talk to, but that's, I think perception is definitely a huge part of it, but also, you know, for a lot of people that might not be an option, like their perception may be correct in the fact that their parents are putting a lot of pressure on them. And I've heard that from, you know, people that I've talked to before as well. And so I think ways of dealing with that can can be different for each person because it's it all just depends on how you process it and like i mean like i said i think when you're a teenager it's really it's really tough to uh to always process things the way that they're meant to be you know processed because dude, we we don't know it all i mean i think i think we like to think that we know it all but we don't we really don't and especially with our parents they know more i actually with anybody that's older than us most of the time they have they they know more than we do obviously that's again a generalization but I don't know. I don't know. That's just that's just the way that I feel about it. I do I do want to transition into the uh the peers though. Back to the peers. Absolutely. Um do you do you think socially because we I don't I don't want to fully get into this, but I know that I know that there's certain things especially in high school where you're there's I like to think that going into high school we're all kind of on the same path. I like to think that going into high school we all still have that that kind of the child innocence in the sense that we don't we, we don't, we don't really think about the bad in the world, you know, just again, a generalization, but I think in high school, 
you can you can go the way of you know the, the good route, or you could also go the bad route. You can hang out with some bad crowds, and that can get you in bad situations. Now, do you think that the pressure from peers, for example, how, what's your best? Because Justin, I, I know you're like we, our our friend group always jokes around with him being uh, we call him the golden child because this <laughs> this dude never does anything wrong. But what is your best advice for you know staying on the right track and avoiding that pressure from you know getting pulled over to the uh, the wrong side? Yeah, I think you, first of all, uh, I'm going to mention, I, I'm i not going to pretend like I'm perfect here. Dude, uh, he, he definitely, he definitely is. He definitely is. Don't, <laughs> don't let him, don't let him fool you guys. He definitely is. Uh, but besides, besides that, to answer your question, I think you touched on a very good point in surrounding yourself with the right people can be one of the best things that you can do in your high school life. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about my personal experience. So I've talked about on previous episodes that I'm a baseball player and all that good stuff. But what I haven't mentioned yet is that I also was a band kid throughout my first couple years of high school. And I think I can honestly say, like, you can laugh all that you want about band kids, but all of my good friends that are band kids that are listening right now, the culture of being in bands and the friendships I made in there really kind of set me up for the path that I was on and being able to stay away from sort of, I mean, I'm not going to call it a bad path, but sort of the negative things that you can do in high school. That's Yeah, of course. And so I think one of the biggest things in talking about that is the people that you surround yourself with. I, I'm not yet again, I'm not going to try and pat myself on the back here, but in my high school life, I, I can say that the people that I surround myself with on a daily basis and I talk to we're good people and we all kind of wanted similar things and it we all pushed ourselves to be better and i think being able to put yourself in the position where you're part of a culture like that it it doesn't have to be banned obviously it can be any other club it can be even be your sport it but putting yourself in a position and surrounding yourself with people that send you down the right path is probably one of the best things you can do for yourself yeah i I mean, hundred percent hit the nail on the head right there. Um, and, and by the way, this is, this kind of goes, it's kind of, kind of going towards what you were saying in the beginning uh, when you said, you know, the whole, the whole band kid thing, I, I do, I do believe that this whole, and again, this is just my opinion. I think this whole high school popularity contest that may or may not be, because um, I think, I think it's definitely as you get older, I think it goes away. I think right when you go in, I like freshman year, at least in my school, I noticed it like right out of the get go, mm-hmm. but um, sophomore year kind of faded away. And then, you know, junior year, obviously we're online. So it's not really, not really a uh, fair, you know, fair. Um, what's the word? Fair measurement there. But uh, you know what I'm saying? The high school, the whole popularity thing. Th- I think that that kind of creates a little bit of pressure too, but it's really important to remember what you said right there. It's really important to remember that you need to surround yourself. You got to forget about the people who maybe everybody else thinks that you should surround yourself with. And just think about the people that want the same things for you. I, you know, I like to think of, I like to think that it's really, it's really fun to, uh, you know, to be surrounded by people who not only share the same interests as you, but like, I'm a very motivated individual. I love talking to people who are as motivated as me because that is very inspiring. And I don't, I don't know. I think that especially for teenagers, you know, maybe, maybe they get sucked into the popularity trap, you know, and then, but it ultimately just comes down to building real connections with people who are, uh, you know, who only have your best interest in mind and are want the same things in life as you do. 
Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're not going to sit here and pretend like that's easy. No, and not at all. That's definitely that. It's definitely something that you learn and kind of progress through. I mean, not only in high school, but even if you're younger than that and listening to this, it's something that you learn. And that, I mean, that's part of life is just experiencing things and learning from it. But I think in term in terms of bringing back to pressure, you know, it also comes down to finding what's important to you and kind of being a self-evaluator. And I mean, that helps with surrounding yourself with the right people, but taking the time to listen to yourself and understand what you truly want. I mean, if you want the popularity contest, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop you, you know, go for it. Oh, exactly. Go be prom king, yeah. go be prom queen. Totally. You know, do whatever you want. But if that's not you, I mean, that's not you. You don't have to do it. And that's and that's kind of my point. I think I honestly think I did a terrible job of explaining that now that I now that I listen to you say it. That's that's my point exactly. Is it's not the point, like we mentioned the whole popularity contest thing. If that's what you want, dude, go for it. There's there's really there's really nothing. And to be fair, I, there's really not like you could totally do that. That's that's completely fine. Like go go after whatever you want. But the point is, is don't go after that because that is what other people around you say you should do. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Because again, remember the title, it's the pressure from peers, parents, and society. It's the pressure from the peers that you should stay away from. And if you're only doing it because of the pressure and that's what you're into just because of the pressure, then that's what you want to stay away from. However, if that's if that's what you're into, dude, go for it. Like that's, you know, I mean, obviously I think it goes with anything in life. Don't do anything that you're going to like regret later. But if that's just, Justin, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. And I think that's one of the hardest things as a teenager is to, to learn how to do. And I'm not going to pretend like, again, I'm going to keep saying this. I'm not going to say that I completely know like my self-identity, all that good stuff. I'm not going to say that I know exactly what I want, but I do think that over my, you know, what, three and a half years of high school now going into my second semester, of my senior year, I have learned things about myself through the things that I've done, through the people I've talked to, and that have steered me away from the pressures of people. And I kind of, I kind of want to dive into something talking about pressure as, as an athlete who is going, seeking to play in college. One of the biggest pressures for a high school athlete. I, I mean, I'm just going to talk from personal experience here is talking division one versus D2, D3, all that good stuff. And this ties back into social media. I, I'm going to go on a little bit of tangent here because this is something that I, I feel quite strongly about. Oh, go for it, dude. Go for but, it. But so kind of the consensus is, is as, as a baseball player, being able to post on social media that you've committed or signed to a D1 school is probably the goal. And I know if you're like me, it, when you went into high school, your freshman year, that was the goal. But that kind of culture has kind of harmed for per me personally, kind of my self-evaluation of myself. I, I'm definitely think I'm a D one athlete, but evaluating what I really want out of a college experience is probably one of the biggest things. And so expanding my perspective and options for college baseball is probably one of the biggest things I've learned over the past couple of months. And the reason I bring this up is it doesn't have to be baseball. It could be anything in life. Being able to look onto other options and talk to people that have been down these other roads is also something that can steer you away from the pressure of society 
not having to have this certain job, have this certain major, have this certain GPA even is one of the biggest things that a high school student can learn how to do. 100%. And along with that too, I, I really, I think that goes back to the comparison thing. We can even say that, well, you know, um, that's the comparison, you know, thing to yourself with social media, because when you see, when you mentioned the whole baseball and athletics type of thing, when you see these other people and they're committing to these big name schools and, you know, m- maybe that opportunity does not present itself for you. I think that there's not, because there's nothing wrong. I don't, I, I don't understand this picture that's painted. Like people make fun of like these division three schools and you know, stuff like that. I, I personally don't, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it because when you look at the stats, especially with baseball, we, we both know baseball compared to um, better than, you know, any other sport. I, I don't understand this perception that like there's any shame in going to like a division three school. I think that it's absolutely ridiculous considering the amount of, you know, the amount of people that actually, the amount of percentage of baseball players who actually go from, you know, high school on to play at the college level, whether that be division one, division two, division three, like that doesn't matter. Like if you're in that group, then there's a lot of pride. There's a, there's gotta be a lot of pride there. And I don't understand this picture that's painted. I, I guess it's just, it could just be from, you know, stupid jokes, but I mean, Justin, you, you, you would say that there's something, there's something to that, right? Yeah. And I, I think that can be applied to anything, not, not just baseball and college baseball. Obviously that's just something I'm passionate about. And yeah, Gabe likes talking baseball with me as well but I mean I think there's a misconception of the picture that is painted for kids our age and what success is and and I think it's important again to be a self-evaluator and find out what's truly important to you but also surround not only surrounding yourself with people but looking into what might not be you know, post on social media, what you see every day, but looking at something that will truly make you happy, fill your like satisfaction and all that good stuff. I, I mean, I, I can talk about this all day. It's something I'm pretty passionate about, but you know, just all that good stuff. I, yeah, you're, you're, dude, you're, I mean, you're, you're literally hitting the nail right on the head there. You, I think everybody that's listening probably agrees with you on this. Um, transitioning into kind of a career, career type of thing as we get older. I, I don't know. I think you mentioned success is different for everybody um, and what success looks like. So I think that my personal opinion, I think one of the worst things that you can do is think about what, you know, what you should be doing instead of what you want to be doing when it comes to choosing a career. Absolutely. Granted, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm, and this kind of goes for everything with the, with everything we talk about, not just in this episode, but also the pod, the whole um, the whole podcast in general. No, I don't think Justin and I, we're not going to position ourselves as experts with anything because quite frankly, we're, we're two, we're two 17 year old kids. I think, I think we got a lot of, um, I would both consider us to be intellectual kids. Um, we got a lot of, we got a lot of opinions about the world, but by no means are we experts. So just take everything with a grain of salt here. But I mean, I, I really do. I think that, you know, thinking about what you should be doing instead of what you really want to be doing, whether the, whether the reason for that is, you know, money, pride. I mean, I don't know. There's so many different situations for it, but I think you really just got to think about what you want to do. Yeah, man. And I, I kind of want to touch on it because uh, it's kind of relative. If you're a senior in high school right now, we all just got done with college applications. And one of the biggest things I noticed during this process is I'm talking with a lot of my friends, you know, we're all stressed out. We're all having a good time together. Uh, but understanding 
what you want out of a university and not just what the name of the university is, is probably one of the biggest lessons that I learned during my college application process. And that applies again to anything and kind of down the road you're talking about truly being able to understand what you want is probably one of the hardest skills to obtain. So, I mean, that's just, we're, we're going to keep talking about it for the, it's just one of the biggest things in this topic, but I, I think you can agree with me there, Gabe. Oh, hundred percent, dude. There's, there's nothing to disagree with there because I mean, since there's nothing to disagree with there, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think that money being a driving force for making decisions in life, do you, do you see that as an issue in terms when it comes of, to career, when it comes to career specifically? Yeah, I think. I, I mean, it's a tough subject because obviously I don't have a career yet and I'm not making a personal living, yeah, of but I do think high school kids and teenagers in general put a lot of pressure on themselves to, because they have this misconception of the income that they need to make to make, to have this type of living that they want. And that's yeah. probably one of the biggest pressures when thinking about a career in the future is overestimating what you need for what you want. And that's where I think priorities that, you know, we talk about pressure. I think that I I would agree that pressure kind of does determine your priorities in life. You know, maybe, maybe the external noise that, because we we all, we all know kind of what we want and the way that we come to that conclusion, it may be different for everybody, but I would say that um, that pressure from, you know, peers, parents, and society definitely, definitely shapes that. However, a little story time here. I think that, you know, cause as I mentioned, when I was younger, I was, I was really obsessed with money. I was, um, I really, I really, really wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. Okay. I'm very into, like I said, I'm very into athletic training. Um, I'm very into like the whole, you know, muscles, how the body works, everything like that fascinates me, literally fascinates me. And I remember we were doing like a career project, eighth grade year or something like that. And I, I remember looking like at doctor jobs and orthopedic surgeons made bank, like so much money. And at that time, I, I remember in California at that time, I think it was over $500,000. And I was thinking in my mind, I was like, wow. I was like, that is a good sum of money. Granted, I mean, you can say whatever you want because there's a ton of years of school that goes into that. But the thing is, is I, I noticed that the reason that I was so drawn to that, I mean, sure. Yeah, I'm really interested in the subject, but. I don't, I don't know. Money was the money was the thing that was attractive to me. And as I get older, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, dude, obviously we all, we all need, we all need money to live. And that's the, that's the basic fact of the matter. Yeah. We're not we're, gonna, we're not going to ignore. Yeah. No, we're, we're not, we're not dumb. No, we're not stupid. We all need money <laughs> to live. And I mean, sure. Everybody wants more of it. We're not, like I said, we're not dumb. However, I think that it really comes to like on Instagram, you see these people with these Lamborghinis, you see these people taking vacations every weekend. You see this life that may look super, super attractive to you, but is the piece of paper that you're going to get from doing something that you're miserable at, is that really, is that really worth it? You know, the doll is the dollar that you're going to get. Is it really worth it? Me, when I think about it now, um, as far as career goes, and like, like we said, we're 17. I mean, take this all with a grain of salt, but I, I think about, I think about freedom. I think about time, you know, freedom, as far as time goes, I don't want I don't want to be like, you know, working on something 14 hours a day and just time. I want flexibility. That's what, that's what I really want. Like when I have kids, I want to be able to go to their events. That's what's really important to me. And I don't know. I just think that instead of looking at all these external factors in society and using those to shape our opinions of what we want in life, I, I really just think we got to do some hardcore self-evaluation 
and think of what we want, not what we should have, because everybody else around us seems to have it. Very inspirational, Gabe. Dude, that that was that was. Can we uh, we should we should put a replay over that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm uh, kidding. Was, check check out for, check check for that clip on the Instagram page. I'm gonna, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that as I was saying it. I was like, dude, this is this is definitely going up. Okay, go on, <laughs> go on. <laughs> but along with that point, I think I think this is starting to get to a good place to wrap it up here because again, we're coming back to this idea of self-evaluation. And I'm going to stress to the listeners, obviously, this is just my perspective. And this is just Gabe's perspective. And as we said in the last episode, we're always curious to hear what you guys have to say about the subject too. Don't be afraid to hit us up on Instagram, all that good stuff. But self-evaluation is probably one of the biggest factors. If you can take anything away from this episode, being able to learn how to be a self-evaluator will help in deterring away the pressure from peers, parents, and societies. 100%. Once again, 100% agree with you. Also, I would say another key takeaway, it's about what you want. It's not about what anybody else wants. It's about you. And like, I mean, you know, sure, you got to, how, how, how you may come to that conclusion is different, but you got to think about what you want in life. Because hey, at the hey, at the end of the day, truthfully, we only got one of these. We really do. So how are you going to spend that time? I, I mean, I, I for sure know that I don't want to be doing something that, you know, was brought, was brought to me just because it seemed like a good idea because everybody else was doing it. Yeah, so man. I don't know. That's, that's all I really got to say, man. That's it. All right. So for all, for all of you listeners at home, drive in, whatever you're doing, we appreciate you joining us again for another episode of Teenage Talk. We really enjoy being able to talk to you guys about this stuff. And we love getting our message out, message out there. And this is, I mean, honestly, this is probably one of the coolest things I've been able to do, especially when it's with Gabe. This is probably one of the funnest things I've been able to do. Again, this has been an episode of Teenage Talk. We look forward to hearing from you again. Have a good one. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Teenage Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, share with your friends, and head over to our Instagram page at teenagetalk underscore podcast. Until next time, this is Teenage Talk.